Happy Wednesday afternoon, and welcome back to Mayor's Minutes. Uh, I'm running a little late, so apologize for that. Thank you, Methuen Community Studios, for all your help. So uh, we have kind of a packed show tonight, um, eclectic in nature, but we also have some good stuff in it. Um, so hopefully you'll think so, too, and you'll ask the right kind of questions. We're going to do a little bit different than we normally do. Normally we do the COVID questions up front. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit about um, uh, some topics of interest uh, with our good friends, Neo, and, and what did you say to call you? Neo. Neo, with Neo and Noah. I, I, granted, I'm going to get that wrong at some point, Neo and Noah. Well, you know, it's... Yeah, we can be interchangeable. Yeah. That's right. fine. Yeah. That's From okay. the Merrimack Valley Transit Authority, right? Yes. I want to make sure I say that correctly. Yes. So, uh, uh, which is an interesting topic because, um, you know, my first two years with the tam- pandemic, we did not do a lot, right, in that regard. So it's an interesting topic to have. Yeah. Uh, then we're going to talk a little bit about our COVID uh, charts. Uh, the numbers are good. They're up. We still need to talk about vaccinations. And then we're going to talk to my good friend, Mr. Fitzgerald uh, from Mans, a cornerstone of the Bethune community. Um, and I don't want you to miss out on apple picking because you've got a uh, very limited time here left to pick one, your own, right? One more weekend. One more weekend. One more weekend. Right? And the feedback I get is phenomenal through the room. That's what we're, we're hoping. We're glad yeah. to hear that. Yeah. Thank yeah. you. My, my kids went down. Uh, the Quinns said they're watching until first pitch. Yeah, we're competing with the Red Sox, just you know. So, uh, Bill, by the time you and I are doing the show, it may be just you and I doing the show, literally, right? Figuratively. Red Sox, okay. we, they're not until eight. Yeah. pretty well. And it's, we, so do. That's, we, we, that's, that's yeah. we don't need coaching. So, um, uh, Neo and Noah, welcome to the show. Thank you. Um, so, let's start and talk a little bit about Merrimack Valley Transit Authority. What would you want to say, first and foremost, about doing Residents about Merrimack Valley Transit Authority. Well, first, yeah. the Merrimack Valley Merrimack uh, uh, Regional Transit Authority yep. loves Methuen. All right, because you know you you can't get you, you know people think of of Lawrence City, and yeah. they think of of Haverhill. Yep, but you can't really get between those two cities without going through Methuen, right. and we do. Right. Uh, so, just from my perspective, I'm relatively new in this position. I was appointed to be the administrator uh, starting in, in in August. Yeah. Uh, so I've been sort of going around uh, um, sort of meeting with, with the mayors and the, uh, the, the, the folks. You know, by the way, you have great folks in, in Methuen. Uh, Kathleen Caldwell, Joe Cosgrove. Yeah. Uh, I, I know Joe from another life dating back about 80 years. But uh, right. You just lost ground on my Joe Cosgrove. You get him up here. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, uh, and, and by the way, he, you know, he's a great, he gives a tour of, the, the, of City Hall like, like nobody's business. Yeah. He's a good historian. That's right. That's yeah. right. Yeah. Um, so we try to get him focused in the present. But, yeah. um, you know, and, and so, so and Neo, who's been here a little longer than me, has been great in just, you know, shepherding me around a little bit. Uh, you yeah. know, she's, someone referred to her as my Sherpa, and I, I, I need that. Yeah. Uh, but I think we're just trying to find out how we're serving the communities, what yeah. works. I mean, you mentioned COVID. Yeah. Obviously, that sort of threw us all through a loop. Um, no pun intended, but we do serve the loop. Um, but the, the, the idea is, you know, what's come across, first of all, is, is maybe we need to be more visible. Um, and I know, you know, I mean, Bill was talking about how he sees our buses going up and down uh, on, on Pleasant Valley Street. But, right. you know, we may, people may not always know where we're going. Right. People may not always know where to wait. We don't have yeah. bus stops. Let, let, me, let me openly, since I don't know. I'm the mayor and I don't know where to go. Well, and with with your um, loyal audience, yeah. I, I invite you to ride with us. Right. I've been I've been so you, when working at that, you know, so we can find you know serves you know a, a route that that stays mostly in Methuen. Yeah, you are welcome to ride with us. And okay. by the way, I I know you don't have any opponents this election because yeah. the mayor of Haverhill was yeah. quite jealous about that. Yeah, um, but you know, if for a politician, you got no better. You have a captive audience for an hour. Yeah, so. Just, just put that out there. Right. You, you're invited anytime. I don't know if I should be assaulted. He called me a politician. Yeah. So. Well, I, I think only, <laughs> I only in right. that, only right. that, that is your title. Yep. Yep. <laughs> All right. So, um, so um, let's let's get into it a little bit. So, what kind of things are you doing to uh, increase? You talked about increasing visibility. So, what kind of things are you doing to increase visibility so Methuen residents will know that they have access to the services? What kind of things can we expect? Yeah. Well, right now. Um, 
we're currently working on a great project where we're going to like kind of revamp our buses and give them a touch of color. So um, make them colorful, welcoming, and, and cool. We yeah. want to be cool. You know, yeah. we want people to like us and see us. So right now we kind of blend because the buses are big buses, but they're still white, so they're kind of like boring. Yeah. So right now we're working from a company from Colorado, Colorado, and um, to make our buses fun and colorful. So we can, you know, it's something that represents the communities we service. They're colorful, colorful and vibrant, right? Yeah. So um, we just recently bought, brought some pianos uh, to Lawrence, to the train station, right? Just to give it a pop of color, for example. Excellent. Um, and other things, the other things that we are going to work on, like Noah said, Noah mentioned stops. I think it's really important because people don't always know where to take the bus and how to get off and how to ride. Yeah. But, you know, with bus stops and shelters, it's going to make things a lot easier. Hmm. And, you know, we want to definitely bring ridership even higher. We want our ridership to be higher than it was before pandemic. So that's something we're going to start working on. Okay. And, Mayor, just, uh, you know, the, the, when we do the, and, you know, do the bus stops and the shelters, that's where we're going to need to partner with, with you. Because um, that's, you know, in theory, it always sounds like a great idea. But then where you cite it, where, um, where you position, whether you put a shelter, whether it's just a sign. So I think that's something we're looking yep. forward to working with, with all our communities. Yep. So if you are watching and you use the uh, regional transit, we'd want to hear uh, your feedback, your thoughts and questions while we have folks here. Right. That's the purpose of having them on. So um, so do you think that will increase ridership? And so so. I, and I know the answer to this, but I'm going to ask yeah. it anyways. You do measure ridership, right? So I get an email that yeah. tells me uh, quarterly, you know, what the expected ridership was, right? Yeah. So you do track that, though, right? We do, and 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 so we're and we right now we're tracking uh, to to the same month uh, two years ago, the pre pre COVID. Mm-hmm. So we're we're still running about sixty five percent of our pre covered ridership, which you know we're. Certainly um, not satisfied with that by any means uh, makes us feel a little bit better that the T is below 50%. Yeah. Um, but, but I think what we want, as Neo said, we don't want to just recover our, our old riders. We want to we reach out to people who we weren't serving before. And maybe that's because our service wasn't convenient for them. Yeah. Maybe it's because they just didn't know that we were operating in their neighborhood and, yep. and the full breadth of what yeah. we can provide. Yeah. Uh, one of the things that I think Bill will resonate with, and I know I, uh, did you guys experience difficulty with getting employees or maintaining employees? Yes. Because during the 18-month period, I will tell you, it's been a struggle to put bodies in jobs, yeah. right? Mm. And that's not unique to the city of Methuen. That's everywhere, right? And I think and getting a driver is, is actually one of the toughest, uh, you know, there's the driver shortage that's nationwide. Um, so we're we're actively working to recruit folks. Right. Um, we're you know we're in the middle of uh, you know we're we're reevaluating our pay structure. Right. So I um, and so I think we're going to be more in sync with the market. Right. And I think we're being more aggressive. If you see the back of our buses now, many of them actually advertise. And uh, you know, Neo was responsible for a lot of this, including you know selecting the right color that that will get people in the door. But right. that's. You know that that's a, a struggle right now. We've we've been unfortunately dropping trips just because we didn't have the uh, the workforce to to, to yeah, cover. We've had the same thing on the school side. Just you know, yes, yes. and right. unfortunately it's we don't have the national guard. Yeah. yeah, late buses and uh, buses have to make multiple yeah. runs versus you know two buses because exactly. right, we don't have enough drivers. Yeah, right. So that's mm-hmm. the difficult part of it. So um, if you're out there and you're interested in becoming a driver for uh, Regional Transit Authority, where do they yes. go? Yes, please. Uh, we have it posted on Facebook. They can come to our office. It's located on 85 Well Road Ave in Bradford, Massachusetts. Um, they can also call us at 978-569-6878. And um, if they have, they need further, if they have further questions, they can come in and apply. And yeah. um, we welcome you all. And it's it's a competitive wage. We have great benefits. Um, I think that's you know that's harder to find nowadays. Uh, so I, I and it's historic. You know, used to be in Boston, there was a lottery to be a to be a bus driver. Right. Uh, so I think you know, 
and I'd rather drive here than in Boston. Right. Yes. You and me both, yeah. yeah. I look at the people driving ambulances and fire trucks in Boston. Say, I don't know how you do it. I'd be having a stroke. Um, okay. Um, okay. Are you planning on lowering the fares at all, or is there any thought of, yeah. Do you think we should? Uh, I, I don't really know. I've got to be honest. I confess that I don't know what the fares are. All right. But, uh, so I'm a business guy. Uh, so when I look at it and I'm saying <laughs> your numbers are down, if you're going to bring in numbers up, one way might be, you know, lower the fares for a period of time to get the ridership back and let them see the benefit associated with the mm-hmm. ride. Right. It's, it's convenient to have somebody else do the drive. Absolutely. Yeah. And, yeah. and, and Mayor, you are, you are, actually preaching to the choir on this. And I think this is um, a struggle that a lot of transit authorities, you know, historically it's, it's been assumed you, you, know, you need the riders to pay their fair share of the, the cost of operating service. We actually, from a business perspective, I know you'll appreciate this, we actually looked at what are the costs of collecting fares. And there's things that people don't realize. You know, we have to have an armored car come to pick the money up. Um, any transit authority will tell you the money room is a disaster. You know, it's, you have to watch people. You have to, it's very, it's, it's, um, has to be very measured. It's a lot of time. Yeah. The equipment we have on the buses, a single fare box costs $35,000. Wow. So we, we actually figured, we, we actually run the fully allocated cost. And for every dollar, and I shouldn't say this on air, but for every dollar we collect, we only see 24.7 cents. So there may that you know we're looking at for the fixed route buses. It may make sense to go fare free. Right. This is. I'm, I think I'm. I hope I'm not. Um, yeah, yeah. So, so breaking. Yeah. yeah. We still have to, to to crunch the numbers. I think the timing may be right for the reasons you identified. That we want to win people back. It's also the the manufacturer that that builds the fare boxes uh, is the, the equipment is very old and they're we would have to re-up, um, which would be another cost. Yep. So I think we might do that and roll it out with some of the stuff that Neo had mentioned uh, to, to bring more fanfare to what we're doing. So that is something in the works. Um, so stay tuned. <laughs> okay. I'm not ignoring. I'm checking for questions yeah. because the audience gets to send in Facebook questions. Um, so they haven't asked many yet. Uh, Greg Williams said, I love the new background colors goes with the season. I was thinking he was talking about the bus, but he's talking about your Bethune Community <laughs> yeah. Studios, right? Thank you, Greg. We'll give yeah. you all the credit to Bethune Community Studios for that. Uh, Teresa says, I remember the MVRTA bus service in Lawrence. I used to take this bus system to Lawrence High School and back home at a discounted rate. Does the bus service still offer student discount? Correct, yeah. We do offer students students discounts. Okay. So instead of paying, if they, have, if they pay with cash, instead of paying $0.60, cents, they will pay only $0.50. Cents. They can get a monthly pass for $15, too, which allows them to ride the buses um, throughout that, that whole, yeah. those whole, those 30 days. Yeah, and I'm not going to put you in this way. Do we have a map of the existing routes in Methuen? We do. We do. Okay. Yeah. And it would be good for us to get that, to take that to the city and put it on the website and, and, Ooh, I love and it. promote that. Mm-hmm. And then I think one of the discussion points here is that you're thinking about changing some of the stops in the shelters. You said that earlier, right? Yeah, I mean, I so, think that's, we, we want to, I mean, right now we don't have bus stops. Right. I mean, we do, you know, in the loop because that's a private um, yeah. uh, space and we have to, we are designated. But other than that, it's just a flag system. And that's something we want to, um, you know, we want to, we would like to be more visible for, you know, for folks who currently mm-hmm. use it, nowhere to go, it's fine. Yeah. But for everyone else, we want to bring yeah. them in. Now, when you pick your colors, Nia, what are you looking towards? Pink and purple? or I like orange. Orange? Bright orange. I like orange. Orange is nice. Oh, there you go. Yeah. 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 Orange is nice. And by the way, certainly, you know, we're we're putting a a group of of artistic-minded stakeholders from the different communities (coughs) together. Yeah. So if there's any, you know, any member of the audience who would like to participate in that, they should definitely reach out to to us and... uh, yeah, Teresa, sounds like he's talking about you. I bet I am. She said, where do you get a bus schedule? Is it online? So this, I'm going to take, we should have one on the City of Methuen website yeah, so that you can access it. So I'll get that from you. We'll push it out on the city website. And then if we make changes with bus stops or or whatever, we can add to it, right? Because we have a new website. Absolutely. So I'd love yeah. to, to get that out. All right, so what's the best way for Methuen residents to contact you folks? Who do they contact Regarding any concerns or issues 
you know. They can they can actually contact the main office at nine seven eight five six nine seven zero six eight seven eight. And they can ask for me, and I'm more than willing yeah. to help. My name is Niorca Mendez. I go by Neil. My extension is 116. Can you do the phone so number one more time, Neil? Yes. Go ahead. 978-569-6878. And extension 116. Extension 116. Okay. So if you've got an issue or concern, call my good friend Nia. She's um, um, there. She'll take your issues and concerns, and they'll get back to you. All right. What else? You know, we're running short time-wise because the mayor was late. Sorry about that. <laughs> mayor's always late. He'll be late for his own funeral, hopefully. Um, anything, any last thoughts you wanted to give to the Methuen residents before we move on to our COVID segment of the show? Well, right, an exciting thing to end with. And by the way, whenever the mayor shows up, that's yeah. on time. Um, but, you know, one, we, we have a commuter bus that goes into Boston. Yeah. Um, and, and, you know, with uh, starts in... in in Methuen, among other places, but um, and you know the only challenge with it, you know the, the advantage for, for for taking our bus rather than driving yourself is that you don't have to drive in Boston traffic, you don't have yeah. to worry about parking. But right now the bus is stuck in traffic just like everybody else. But the uh, through through a, a program, an initiative from the state, they're developing a bus on shoulder uh, initiative that is going to roll out, basically creates a bus lane. On, on the shoulder, only the bus can drive in it, which will allow the bus to 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 go faster than the uh, the, the the rest of the traffic. traffic, and that's you know I mean it's from a marketing perspective, and that's much right. of what uh, Neo does. There's nothing right. more visceral than you're stuck in traffic, you're 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 cursing everyone around you, <laughs> and then you see the bus whizzing right by you. Right. So we encourage that's that's we hope to roll that out soon. We're obviously dependent on the state, but I think within. Uh, they're apparently demoing that over the next three weeks. Yep. And so something to, to look forward to and, 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 and watch for. There's another benefit to it, right? So even though I'm sure no driver would ever do anything other than just drive while they're driving, Correct. they wouldn't put makeup on no. or shave no, 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 or no, no, read. No. <laughs> I've never seen that happen. No, never. Yeah. Never in Massachusetts. And God forbid, look at the phone. Or, uh, yeah. 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 Mm. You can do all that when you're riding on a bus. Absolutely. Right? You can do your work while you're on your commute in. So you technically could be working to and from. Right? You know, if you ever want to retire from, from the political life, yeah. you would be great for our marketing department. <laughs> <laughs> it's come, uh, I was going to think about asking you to work in the money room. I heard yeah. that. Give me a job in the money room and sign me up now. So, um, All right, guys. Uh, we got to get you back. Uh, oh, we got one more question. Sorry. Uh, do you still offer minibus services for disabled or handicapped people for discounted rate? This service requires a doctor's approval on a form, service by appointment only. My father went to Nevin Center, Methuen Senior Center in the late 1990s and early 2000s. This curb-to-curb service, however, one needs to be able to get on the minibus with the bus left. Does that make sense? Yes. yes. We still offer the service. It's the ADA <coughs> service. And we um, not only offer um, the local service within uh, three-fourths of a mile of the big buses, but we also offer um, the service to Boston. We have certain hospitals that we service in Boston with this um, with the ADA. Yeah, and so and that- all this information, just so, so that everybody knows, can be found online. So every, anybody anybody can visit us at, uh, at mvrta.com, and all that information is posted there. Yeah, sure, excellent. And I'm I'm assuming there's a discount for seniors. There is, yes. Yeah. It's, uh, okay, because that would be the next question. It wasn't right. asked, but it will be. Yes. So, so once you're done and you leave me, mm-hmm. somebody's going to say, hey, what about seniors, <laughs> right? So, all right, well, uh, I appreciate you guys coming on the show, and sorry for making you uh, wait. Uh, we're going to have you back on again, <laughs> if that's okay. Absolutely. Once you've painted the buses the bright yeah. orange. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yes. Uh, and um, I'm going to ask you to get me you know, the map so that I can yeah. get it on the website. And then once we've kind of discussed where the bus, uh, so residents who are watching, if you know a place where there should be a bus stop for MVRTA, I want to hear from you so that we can give them an intelligent decision, right? Um, so look for more information. Uh, thank you both very, very much for coming. Appreciate thank you for it. having yeah, us. Thank you, Mayor. All right, with that, I'm going to transition into the COVID charts from my Methuen Community Studios friends. Before we go to my good friend Bill, we'll hold the best for last. No pun intended there. No insult to my MVRTA friends. So the news is good on the COVID front. If we could go to the charts quickly, there you go. 
528. I got to do this in 10 minutes. 87 new cases. So down from 108 last week. So the arrow is up in green. That's good. Um, I got a question last week about why there's so few recovered. Uh, we can only report the re- reported recoveries. So what I don't want you to do is you look at that 9,319 confirmed residents. Our DPH can confirm that 9,319 uh, residents out of 53,000, our new census number is 53,000. Wow. Uh, we're growing leaps and bounds. Wow. Um, 9,300 contracted COVID, 68 reported recovery. Uh, we do not have 2,000-plus people walking around with COVID, right? The number is probably in the 100 to 200 number, and I'm going to show you how we get to that number in a minute. So the, let's go to the good. The trends, again, in a positive direction continue to go down. So our trend per 100,000 is down to 22.4. Uh, we've got the fall festival this coming Saturday at Great Court. I invite you guys to come between 12 and 3. You can wear a costume if you so choose. Um, there'll be all kinds of giveaways, candy, uh, cider donuts, cider. Um, I know the mayor's buying cider donuts from a good local vendor, <laughs> and he's giving them away. Um, Trick-or-treat is back, and that is in capital letters, because it should be in capital letters. So Sunday, October 31st, 5 to 7. Um, we're doing the meet and greets with Police Chief McNara. So McNamara, thank you, Bill, for letting us do it at Mann's uh, this week. That was great. We did it yesterday morning, 8 to 10 a.m. Mm-hmm. We had about 30-plus people. That was great. Uh, we did it at Barelli's Italian Deli from 12 to 2 today. And we're at uh, Sons of Italy tonight from 6 to 8. And then at Bada Bing this Saturday from 12 to 2. Um, so we won't let him go to the fall festival till he's done meeting and greeting. Um, and then the positive cases. We had new positive. 31 of the new positives were fully vaccinated. 18 Moderna, 9 Pfizer, 4 Janssen. So those are all breakthroughs. Um, we do seem to have a much higher uh, breakthrough rate than the rest of the state, just so you know. So we are tracking that. Um, the only not so good is our vaccination rate continues to trail. So for the umpteenth time, this is the mayor saying, I'm not going to say you have to, but I'm telling you because I care about you, you should get vaccinated. Mm. I and everybody I love is vaccinated. Right. And when the boosters come to us and they are going to come here shortly, uh, I'm I've got I got the two Moderna shots. I get COVID after, if you remember. I'm still going to get the booster. Because, um, you know, I saw people post and they Colin Powell died from complications of um, uh, COVID. And it's a stark reminder. You know, some people said, hey, I thought the vaccine cures everything. Vaccine doesn't cure everything. And people with immunosuppressive diseases, disorders, I should say, are at greater risk. So this is the mayor asking you, protect yourself, right? I'm going to have a guest on the show next week that is going to give you a story that's going to chill you to the bone. This is an individual who survived COVID, and he's going to come on. He's a great individual. He's going to talk about his experience, and it's going to scare the pants off because it scared me, right? And, and that's the simplicity to it, right? This thing is not going away. Um, and we have to stop taking this, you know, one-size-fits-all approach. Um, anyways, enough preaching to you. Um, I haven't mandated anything, so let's make sure we keep that in the proper order. If you go into the demographics, um, Ryan tested me with little numbers this week. Uh, 4,836 females, 4,483 out of the total life of the, go to the next chart. By age, you can see that the under-19 continue to lead the pack, right? 1,610. And the over-70, where they got the vaccination the earliest, this is the greatest data point you can have right here. So people say, does the vaccine work? There's your proof right here. Right? Study this chart. The people that are getting the vaccine, it's working. Um, the next chart is the 87. Where did the 87 fall? You can see that only four of them came in over 70. Uh, we did not have another death this week. That's the great news. We had one last week. <clears throat> um, we had 10 in each of the 60 to 69, 50 to 59, and 40 to 49 categories. 
and 21 in the under 19. For those that watch and are looking for me to say something about school, we're tracking the schools closely. We meet every Thursday with the superintendent of schools and uh, our Department of Public Health. And we have yet to see any spike that would cause us to uh, impact the decision in regards to our school. Right? DESI, the state group that, <coughs> excuse me, Department of Elementary and Secondary Education, that's DESI, um, has stated that uh, the schools, individual schools, need to get to 80% in order to remove the mask mandate. And that's a high number. And you're going to see when we get to the end of the chart, but Thuin's not at 60% total, so it's not going to be possible to get to 80% in the school unless we do something uh, significantly different. And that's the truth there. Okay, next chart. Get off the charts, Mayor. All right, so this is the chart. So if you would ask me how many people do we have that are, have COVID in Methuen, the answer is 189. This is the chart that tells you it because there's a two-week window. And so you need to understand that other than for the most severe cases, the window for COVID is about 14 days. That's why the exposure period is 10 days. Uh, and, and by the way... Um, my phone went off that I was exposed to somebody uh, just the other day. Um, I'm assuming I'm okay. I have no issues. I've already had it. I have the antibodies and everything else. Uh, but I am using the tracking system that the state provides to let me know when I've been near somebody who reported that they got COVID. Right? The 189 are the, the two-week worth of cases in Methuen. You can see Hayfield's had 245 and Lawrence 238. Interesting that Havel has passed Lawrence in the number of cases over the last two weeks. That's a pretty significant data point there, because when you look at the totals, uh, Lawrence is at tw almost 22,000 total cases. Mm. So Lawrence, I forget what their census number is, but it's approaching 100,000, is 22,000. Um, Haverhill has 95, 28. And I forget their population, but Thuin has 8750. So out of the 53,000, it gives you a rough percentage of the number of people that are getting it. Right? So still there, still to be had, still to be careful. Wash your hands, sing happy birthday, et cetera, et cetera. Um, this is the graph showing the incident rate. Uh, I do want to tell you that state epidemiologists are predicting have. Everything they've said to us in the beginning of the fall, and let me take that back, Labor Day. So around August, when the numbers started to go up again, the epidemiologists predicted a climb and then a drop in the October time frame, and they're predicting another peak around the holiday periods, right? Mm -hmm. So just so you're forewarned, that's as people get together. The more unvaccinated people get together, the greater the probability that you have incidences. And then the next chart is the big three, like I like to say. And you can see that Haverhill, um, once again, leading the pack, surprisingly, mm. right out ahead of Lawrence, which is good news for Lawrence. Uh, this is the first time, or the second time in, in the reporting period we've been doing this show, so probably a year and a half that Lawrence has not been the number one, right? So significant data point there. Um, and then last but not least, the chart that matters the most. So here's the vaccination rate. So just so you get those big numbers at the top are state numbers. So that 74% you can see at the top is the percentage of the state that have received the first dose. So 74% of the residents of Massachusetts have received the first dose. 66.7% of the residents in Massachusetts are fully vaccinated. If you come down the little bars, and they're hard to read, I guarantee you that. The state is at 74% first dose. Methuen is at 63.7. So we're trailing it by a full 10%. And for fully vaccinated, the state's at 66.7%, and Methuen is at 58.6. Now, <clears throat> I'm an Irishman, so I like to look at the good news in every story. The good news is that every, every week we're climbing by 0.03, right? Three-tenths of a percent. 
um, but we need to do better, mm-hmm. right? I went to the Central Methuen football game Friday night. It was a great game. Uh, Methuen boys did a great job. Um, they lost, but they played well. They represented the city well, and I'm proud of them. Uh, as well as the coach, they did an excellent job. Um, I think they got stiffed at one point down in the end zone, but hey, that's just the mayor. Uh, but I would tell you there was a uh, Great Lawrence Community Health tent offering vaccines pretty empty. You could have walked right in there and got your vaccine uh, while you were going to the football game. And let me tell you, they had to be 25 to 3,000 people there, 2,500 to 3,000 people. And then uh, I like to talk about this last chart that Ryan throws in because every week he likes to show me that he knows where Essex County is. So that's Essex County right there. <laughs> so he puts it in every week despite the fact I say I'm not sure why he puts it in. Maybe he's testing, Bill, maybe it's a test for the mayor. What city is in Essex County that you didn't know about, Mayor? So there they are. So that's the news. It's good news this week. Uh, That brings us to the 540 mark. So one of the things that um, uh, we need to do a little bit better on this show is we've had uh, good bursts where we brought uh, local merchants on. And I, I was talking to Bill while we were visiting yesterday. And I wanted to bring them on because the apple pick season is is waning. But uh, I read this post on social media that said, um, you know, with all these shipping containers that are stuck off ports, people are panicking about Christmas gifts. And so that if you forget everything else I'm going to say, listen to my friend Bill, and remember that you have local merchants. Shop small, shop local. Give gifts a gift certificate from, I'm being candid. You want to give the mayor a gift? Give him a gift certificate from Mans. He's going to be a happy boy, right? And your family members will too, because there's. A, I don't know the last time you went down there. We're going to talk about apple picking, but the other stuff that you know you sell at Mans, the pies, the baked goods, the chili. Yeah. Who knows about the chili? Yeah. Right. One, Who knows one, that the one thing. Had, one thing is missing, though. What's missing? The meatloaf sandwich. Oh, the, <laughs> set up, set up to do that. Set up to do that. I'm dying for that. Sandwich is missing. Um, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna work on that though. All right. Well, I love it. So, so don't be stuffed about what to give for a birthday or for the holidays. Shop local, and we're gonna have some exciting. So, Bill's the first. We're gonna bring bring him back some of our local merchants because we've got cornerstones here. So Bill, John Vargas from Bada Bing, Don Smariglio from Borelli's, and I'm just naming a Coley from the Irish Cottage. We've got great places here, right? And I'm not just talking about the shop the local places, right? Do your business locally. Help those businesses. Saturday, November 27th, you heard it here first, is going to be Shop Local Business Saturday, right? And we're going to pump that up tremendously because there's plenty of things. I, the mayor had chili for breakfast yesterday. <laughs> We're at the meet and greet, and I want to tell you, perfect. Isn't it perfect. nice? Perfect. I nice. love it. Yep. I love it. I'm a sucker for good chili. Uh, chicken salad. I mean, I could go on and on, right? The the blueberry, I'm a sucker for blueberry pie. I don't know about you guys, but <laughs> absolutely. Right? Yeah, have me at hello. If you get vanilla ice cream, hot blueberry pie with vanilla ice cream, I won't leave, right? And that's why he doesn't make it hot out there, because he wants me to leave. So So let's talk a little bit about the apple picking, though, because we've got one week left, and my kids went down, and they had the time of their life. So talk a little bit about it. Good. No, this is um, the first year that we've been open for Pick Your Own Apples. Um, You know, we we acquired that farm back in uh, 2017, and planted apple trees um, spring of 2018, and uh, this year we had enough of a uh, enough of a crop that we could invite people in and uh, have them pick their own apples. And I think that um, you know we've the boys and I, and of course um, Chucky and Jay Bonanno have been out there with us too, and we've um, we've been able to talk to a lot of people, tell them about the farm, tell them what we're doing. Uh, listening to their ideas and whatnot, and, and we've got a lot of good ideas um, that we'll uh, figure out how we're going to implement over the over the winter. And um, 
make it even better. Um, but uh, it's it's uh, it's a it's a fun business to yeah. see people and to see the kids come out. Yeah. Um, one of the things we're hearing from people is the the orchard that has been planted is all dwarf apple trees. Obviously, it's it's the way to it's the way to grow apples in the future and whatnot. And people seem to be thrilled with the fact that these kids can get out and they can reach the apples right. and pick them and fill the bag. Yeah. Because the trees are smaller, there's the apples, and you know a lot of the apples are lower to the ground or whatnot. Um, so we, you know, we're having a lot of fun with it. We're learning a lot of things about about that end of our business. Um, you know, and and obviously we're making a ton of apple cider donuts. Right, that's <laughs> every, a good thing. Every, every yeah. weekend, it is yeah. a good thing. Um, They're delicious. Mm-hmm. Still got a nice bunch of pumpkins left uh, this weekend before Halloween. We'll see how we do with those. Um, People have been picking their own pumpkins and whatnot, yeah. too. So. so what are the hours this weekend? When can people go down and pick their pumpkins or their apples? Between 10 and 5 on both Saturday and Sunday. Okay. Yep. So, and this is on Merrimack Street, just in case somebody's from out of town and yep. doesn't know. Merrimack Street, right next to the Sons of Italy. Right. Right, pull in there. I saw it. We had a good crowd last Saturday. Yeah. Perfect. We've had great weather for We've it. We've been very, very lucky yeah. our first season. Yeah. We've been extremely lucky to have such great weekends. Yeah. And you got to uh, actually comment. So my good friend uh, David Consoli said, thank you, Bill, for your tribute on your sign for Henry Red Tormeo, who passed away this week. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I appreciate that. Yeah. Um, it's a huge loss to the Methuen business community, and David will miss seeing him next door in the industrial park every day. We all will. So yep. our condolences yep. to the Tormeo family. He He's another icon in this Boy, community. Well, I'll tell you, he sure is. Right? Okay. Um, so I, I got to ask you this one question because we, we got over 50. So ballpark estimate, maybe you know the number. The number of pies that you make for, like, Thanksgiving holiday ballpark. You know, it's, it's, uh, it's probably going to be over 25,000. Wow. Yep. That's a lot yep. of pies. And that's... Getting yeah. back to whether we can get the ingredients this year, and yeah. Matt's yeah. doing a Matt's doing a fantastic job, yeah. uh, making sure that we have um, flour and shortening and whatnot. And right. Josh has grown a fabulous crop of apples, yeah. so we do we do have plenty of apples. That was local, so we yeah. can control that. Yeah, the apples. Um, are, so, are there are there any other things like you know you know the there's containers? Been, there's or? been minor things with containers and whatnot, um, but Matt's Matt's been working very hard. We, we we tried to uh, be ahead of this as, as, as best we could. Um, we're going to be good for Thanksgiving. Thank God. We are going to be good with the inventories that we have and stuff like that. We're going to be good unless the um, local people just wipe us out completely. Right. Then. But um, give it a try. We'll just keep making more anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, no, we've got uh, we've got plenty of ingredients. We've got we've got our containers and whatnot. But there have been glitches along the way, you know, yeah. with with different things. You know, having to wait and having to source from other 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 places and things like that. So twenty five thousand is a lot of pies. It is a lot of pies. It's a lot, a lot of, of apples. And you can take the uh, the MVRTA buses. To the orchard. That's right. We have a lot of people yeah. that, that come with us every day to, to help make a lot of those pies that do take those buses. That's great. Yep. And if you, if you yep. eat so much pie or so much chili that you just you know feel too sluggish <laughs> to drive, <laughs> we have the perfect answer. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. yeah. Well, you're going to have your first course and your second course, right? Yeah, yeah maybe third. Yeah. So, and, and I think uh, um, it, it, I like to talk a lot about all the different products because you have a lot of products. You make... Gift baskets, you do. do a lot of different things. The yeah. gift baskets, of course, we're getting into the gift basket time of year, actually. Yeah. Um, you know, and everything. I mean, we sell a lot of um, craft beers and hot ciders and wine and everything. We have that department as well. All our own apples that we grow. Um, this year we had a fabulous crop of peaches and plums and nectarines and everything down at our new farm that we picked and brought up to the home farm and sold them up there. Yeah. Um, all the different prepared foods. We um, uh, re- really blessed this year with a new uh, a new chef in the kitchen, a local kid, um, and uh, not a kid, but I mean he's kid to me and you actually. Yeah. But anyway, yeah. um, very very talented, um, very aggressive, very interested in in uh, in uh, 
you know, doing a lot of nice things for us at Mans. Yeah. Um, and then we continue to uh, to do all the different pies and whatnot. And yeah. every once in a while, a new pie shows up. You know, even if it might be seasonally or something yeah. like that. Um, the mixed berry is pretty good. Yes, <laughs> I like. I'm a big fan of mixed yeah. berry. Right. Yeah. I, I can I could do a mixed berry any any day of the week, right? So. Yeah, yeah. In fact, I probably think that maybe I do. <laughs> every day of the week, I convinced myself, Bill, that I'm eating healthy. I said, well, there are multiple fruits in here, right. therefore. Right, that's right. And the more you the, eat, the better it is. That's right. right. <laughs> yeah. Um, you also have, and you said something, and um, the mayor's office routinely eats from lunch from Mans. Yep. And I, I don't know that everybody knows that you do... A lunch menu. We do a lunch sandwiches. menu as well. You can see the menu um, right online. It does change every month. Yeah. A little bit, a little tweaking every month with yeah. what the seasons are and whatnot. Um, we, uh, we were hoping for a comeback for the meatloaf panini for winter. Are. I yeah. know we are. And, and, uh, I'm going I'm to bring that up with John, the chef, tomorrow. I'll just, right. I'm just going to circumvent Matt, and I'll go right to John <laughs> on that. Um, but we uh, do a lot of takeout lunches, and yeah. now the uh, cafe is open again now, right. spaced out, so people can come in and they can have their lunch right in there at, at, uh, at noontime. Um, we do lunch five days a week, Monday through Friday, 11 to 2, and uh, there's a number of nice, nice things on the menu. That's great. Yeah. Right. Well, we love the place. We love what you do. Thank you. And we love your uh, community endorsement, if I could say it that way. I don't know if that's the right way. Well, the amount that you give back to this community is overwhelming, so we really do appreciate it. You know, we, 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 we try to do that. We try to be part of organizations. Um, you know, I've always said that we, the family, really, in that type of business, it's year-round, seven days a week. And in that type of business, it's hard to be involved in different organizations. But we find that it's not that hard to help yeah. those organizations from time to time. So, Well, we really appreciate it. Like you. I said, I don't use the word cornerstone lightly, right? We're very fortunate, Methuen. You know, we've got, I, I call it the big four or five, right? Yep. You got uh, yourself, um, you got Thwaites, you got Bada Bing, you got yep. Irish Cottage, you got Borelli's. These are really solid parts of our community that really make it go. So we're going to be talking more and more about this as we get into the holiday season uh, because the mayor's going to convince you to shop local, right? Don't worry about those those containers on the ships. Shop local. <laughs> there are products to be had here, right? The gift baskets we just talked about with yep. Bill. Um, you've got wines. You've got, got wines, you know. Like the craft beers. Yeah, the, the craft hard beers. Hard ciders. And, hard ciders. You know, we, we do a lot of uh, gift cards and whatnot. Yeah. Um, you know, people from out of the area can now get gift cards online if they want to give them to somebody that's, you know, some of their people in the area. Yeah. They can, they can do that as well. So, yeah. um, you know, interesting story. Uh, when my oldest got married two years ago, uh, we did, uh, I'm going to screw up the number, 60 dozen cider donuts yep. as part of the, the uh, it's not the bachelor party, what's it called the night before? Rehearsal. The, the uh, rehearsal party, rehearsal thank party. you. I don't want to give the wrong. <laughs> we did 60 dozen cider donuts as part of and they went, it was <laughs> unbelievable. We had like 200 people. They eating like three to five donuts. It was just amazing, right? Cider, we had a big... Splash with an outside thing and a bowling. It was fantastic. So uh, we appreciate it. Somebody commented on the gift baskets. Hang on. Um, Men's Riverside Farm in Methuen usually does hay rides for a minimal fee. I think it might be over fall 2021 season. Are the hay rides over? No, we do the, we do the hay rides uh, um, while we're picking apples. Excellent. People go out. They jump on the wagon. We take them out to the orchard. And then we pick them back up when they want to come back in. Yep, and then you get a couple of, these are the nicest comments I got since the super. Your man's orchard was featured at the 2021 Topsfield Fair. The exhibit of fruit was very nice, Thank so you. kudos to you. Thank you. Best pecan pie ever, said Nancy Reardon. <laughs> there you go. And Joyce Radcliffe Mullen, I met her today. Hey, Joyce, good to see you. The gift baskets are awesome, and I agree. I agree. I got a gift basket sent to me by... Yeah. Um, um, the local fire chief, when my mother passed, that came from yeah. Manza, was fantastic. I mean, my family, I ate <laughs> off it for like a week. It was great. So uh, 
don't be shy. Don't be looking at, you know, don't think, I can't get delivery from Amazon, therefore I can't do the holidays. There's, <laughs> there's means within your arm's reach right here in Methuen. So, the Bill, sure Thank you, you are welcome on this show anytime, and Thank I mean you. that sincerely. Uh, we really love what you do for our community. Now i got to do the ads that pay the bills. There you go. So i got a couple of <laughs> slides here. Hopefully MCS can keep with me. So first and foremost, there's a community health fair. There's a lot going on this Saturday. So this Saturday, October 23rd from 1 to 5 at Nicholson Stadium, there's a community health fair. There's a blood pressure screen. There will be food trucks there. There's community resources, wellness groups, as well as COVID and flu vaccines. Um, so uh, stop on by. Um, now, some people might say, well, you got the event at Great Court that you're going to talk about in a minute, Mayor. We do. We have the Great Court, uh, the Fall Festival is 12 to 3. You can go to the Great Court from 12 to 3 and then stop by the health fair uh, shortly thereafter and, and literally kill two birds with one stone and maybe even get your vaccine and bump our numbers up. He said one more time. Then I'm going to go into, what do you got next, Methuen Community Studios? I'll hang with you. You, go, you get the Santa Parade. So we are talking about this. Uh, we want as many people, as many organizations, as many bands, as many floats. Can we get some from Merrimack Valley Regional Transit in the parade? Absolutely. A nice big bus with some <laughs> Christmas music Great, or something. And an know? awesome driver. And an awesome yeah. driver. <laughs> Can you let the mayor drive it a little bit? <clears throat> Do you have a CDL? Yeah. I uh, know. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. Can drive a van. Yes. Yeah. There you go. So we all kidding aside, we do want um, as many we want this, we want a year without it. I keep saying the thing that we discovered most over the eighteen months that we need the most is each other. Um, so let's make this the best Santa Parade Methuen's ever had. Um, we've got some great grand marshals, I'm gonna announce those shortly. Um, and we want you to participate. So in the meantime, if you're a group that's interested in marching or doing a float or a band that's interested in playing, we're interested in having you contact Jill Stacklin. Her number's right there on the chart. You can call her at 978-oh, uh, uh, doesn't have it on mine anyways. Uh, but you can call her at City Hall, 978-382-7609. So Methuen Santa Parade. That's Saturday, November 20th, 1 p.m. And for those of you thinking that, man, don't talk to us about the Santa Parade. It's not even Halloween yet. November 20th is only five weeks away. All right. So we want it to be bigger and better than ever. All right. Keep going. You get the Fall Festival. Like I said, this this coming Saturday, 12 to 3. Um, and with the help of my friend here, I uh, procured some cider donuts that we're going to be giving away. <laughs> Um, and there's going to be lots of C-A-N-D-Y. I spell that out in case you don't want your kids to know what it is. Um, there will be fun and games. There's prizes for costumes. Uh, a lot of events. There's music. So that's a great court. Come on down and enjoy us. I looked at the weather. It says rain date, but it says cloudy, but not rainy. Cloudy and cool Saturday. So it should be a perfect day to get together. And then you can go hit the health fair afterwards. Next, we got the Halloween Decorating Contest, sponsored by Methuen Rec. All you need to do is go out to uh, take a picture of your place, and I, I talk about the house out by mine on Howe Street um, that does a great job. Take a photo of it, um, tag Methuen Rec on Facebook, tell them what the address is, and if you're picked, you'll get a gift certificate to a local business. First place is $50, second place 25 Third place is 20, and the mayor is not the judge. Let me get up front and say that right out loud, right? The mayor will not be the judge. Next, we got kids' bubble soccer. We're doing all kinds of things. On Friday, October 29th at 1 p.m., Nicholson Stadium, there's two age groups, grades 3 to 5 and grades 6 through 8. So join Methuen Recreation for our half-day showcase program with our legendary bubbles. Uh, fun competitions, games, and more. Online registration opens the 14th. That means it's open. Sign up on the Methuen Rec website. Uh, if you haven't seen these bubbles, they did them in the halftime of the Methuen Central game the other night. It was awesome. They got in the middle and kind of bounced each other around. It was fantastic. Um, we did it once during the campaign. My former campaign manager did it. 
and he got knocked over, and his shoes went 30 feet in the air. So, <laughs> Methuen, uh, kids' bubble soccer, Friday, October 29th at 1 p.m. And last but not least, we have the Sports Zone 101 Tournament of Champions, which is three hours filled with your favorite playground games, including dodgeball, pickleball, soccer, football, and much more, October 29th from 1 p.m. to 4 p.m., kindergarten through sixth grade at the Nicholson Stadium. Right? Register today at the Methuen Rec website. So you can see that our new rec director, uh, Steve Angelo and uh, Bill Manzi IV, they're doing a hell of a job getting a lot more events out there for our youth in the city, and that's important because we're going to talk uh, in the upcoming shows about the transition of the CARES Committee, which is the Commission on Athletic and Recreation, into uh, the Youth Commission and what our plans are for that. And we're going to have on the show, one of the show... Uh, a good friend of mine, Danielle Osorio, and we're going to talk to her a little bit about what our plans are for that. So that's it for the show today. Let me check if I got any last-minute questions here. Jill Stacklin does an amazing job putting the Santa Parade together. Thank you. Yes, she does. Okay, so um, remember what the mayor said? Small Business Saturday, November 27th. We're going to be doing Very more good. on that. We're going to have more of our small businesses on the show. Uh, go to Mans this weekend, Saturday and Sunday, 10 to 5. Yep. Pick your apples. And all your pumpkins. That's right. Right? Uh, I love carving pumpkins, so I'll be doing that with my kids this weekend, hopefully. Um, And talk to our good friends at Merrimack Valley Regional Transit Authority. In the meantime, um, stay healthy. God bless you. Get the vax. And we're back here next week uh, with a tale, a gripping tale, of a survivor of COVID and what he went through. Mm. So in the meantime, stay well, and we'll talk to you soon.